This is just like Frontierland. Yeah, but you can get shot here, Ted. Oh. So just try to act natural. Okay. Two beers, please. Whoa, he didn't even card us, dude. Yeah, we have to remember this place. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted... And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one warm beer minute at a time. I'm your host, John Esberg Esquire. And with you as always is Rocky Theodore Logan and the Royal Ugly Dude. Yeah, my, there's not always something to draw on warm beer. I mean, sorry, I, you saw you sm- I think you judged that uh, poorly, but there's not, the, what, what would you have said about this minute? I mean, there's not much going on, so they walk and they talk. You could have said one horse crap minute at a time. Uh, horse poop minute at a time, yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Horse crap. But or, uh, all right, so the minute begins with the boys exiting the booth and ends with the boys leaning up against the bar, like a couple of, they're dudes. scoping out the room. Couple like real of, dudes. Couple of dudes. Talk about a few dudes. Three this minute. Yeah. Duke count up to 28. And another Dookie. Dookie count up to three. <laughs> Old West. It's the same Dookie, though. Oh, no, yeah, horse poop is different. Yeah, you're right. Um, the Old West dude. Thanks, dude. And didn't even card us, dude. We got three dudes. And just watching this shot, I'm also amazed. We're like, what? We can bring it up now. You have the initial shot of the two outhouses next to each other. And then there's another outhouse next to, like, this little store or something on Main Street here. Well, it's a pretty bustling street. <laughs> yes, I guess they need a lot of outhouses. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people walking around the street in the middle of the afternoon. Well, all right, so it comes up again. Uh, Don Draper was describing his outhouse on his farm when he was a kid and how it was really far away from his house. Obviously, you'd want it far away from your house. This thing is right in, in Center City. Two of them. Well, like, three of them. There's, there's one right yeah. next to if you what, there's another one right next to some little yeah, yeah like almost in between shops, shops. Sh- yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like shop shop is that one for P only is that what the moon symbol's about what is the moon symbol uh so I was looking at it and it's debated right so they believe at first it was um designated it was for women. Moon was a, there was a sun on the man's one and a moon on the woman's one. I would get that. Because, See, there's the other outhouse. Yeah, right because there. they're slaves oh. to the moon with At their the shoe store. The other outhouse is next to the shoe store, and that has a women's symbol on. That would make sense. <laughs> Take a ship while we fix your shoe. Women love shoes. But there was a guy in there, so like the and but all right. Yeah. So the men had a sun on theirs. This is theorized. This is a lot of believe it or not. There's not much hard proof on this. Um, a lot of people think then that it just degenerated into being a moon on both, since the women's one was cleaner. Sounds. Have you ever been in a men's bathroom? Yeah. Uh, bathroom? So then the then like so business owners would put a moon on theirs or something. So then everyone thinks it's cleaner or something like that. It became associated with cleanliness, I believe. Ventilation. Yeah. All right. So the reason one another reason is there is because of ventilation. So they have to put something. But there's a whole open top on the too. Yeah, and this one is yeah. I mean, different than most, I'd imagine. And in the in the Google article you're reading, they actually use the shot of the movie. Yes, they absolutely did. They used the shot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. With the phone booth in between the outhouses in this article. It's the shot from this minute. Yeah, 100. percent The shot from this minute. It was. I noticed that coincidence as well. Um. Yeah. Well, Draper was saying that he had to have a rope tied to it, so at night 
You'd be able to either help. find it, yeah, or get both find it and get there. Like uh, they have on the um, what's the Tarantino movie? They have one a rope to the outhouse on that movie. Hateful Eight. Yeah, Hateful Eight. Yeah. One of his lesser movies, over through and through. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's it's super long for being a uh, bottled. I just want to get back to Jake for a second. I'm confused by him because he then brings his kids to like Scranton, Pennsylvania, or something to show him his house. All right, well, I've recently watched the entire series. Okay. So he had the farm. In Missouri or something, right? Yeah, but then his dad died, and then they went to the whorehouse. And that was, that was like Hershey. Yeah, because he talks about Milton Hershey Orphanage. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's In right. one of his the, breakdowns. Yeah, he broke down over the chocolate bar. Yeah. So, that's right, Scott? Right, Royal? I've never seen the show. Would you bone John Hamm if he was here right now? Simply this moment today, with us watching. <laughs> You know who John Hamm is? Don, no. You don't know John Hamm? Don Draper? Uh, no, from Mad Men? I've never seen the show. Uh, he's not in much else, really. He's yeah, he's, he's like not. he's in that great uh, Black Mirror. He's in the town. I never saw it. He's in that show with uh, Harry Potter, where he's a doctor in the 20s or something. He's also show in... with Harry Potter. He's in the... Um, the... Uh, he's up for the Baby Driver. Bat- he's up for the new Batman. I like him in Baby Driver. He's too old to be Batman. Well, they're doing an older Batman. Then he works. <laughs> He would, I, he would be, he'd be a great Bruce Wayne. He's beefy too. Yeah. He's beefy. Is he? Good for him. He's got a great voice. He does a couple minutes on Don, on Don Draper and uh, John Hamm here. <laughs> hey, Scotty, when you get home, do me, do yourself a favor. Get the lube out. Google John Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a very masculine handsome, which is rare. Wow, that was the thing about Don. That's what Don Draper was. Like, it's crazy. You watch a show with your wife. We you watch Mad Men. And if you were Don Draper, she'd hate you. But she watches Don Draper and is in love with him, like watching him in like the actual watching his fictionalized character, you know, cheat on his wife and just live this. Well, they don't imagine they're Betty; they imagine they're the girl he's with. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they were, if they were put themselves in Betty's shoes, nobody can. Nobody empathizes with Betty Draper. Nobody. Well, she's horrible. Yeah, she's an awful fifties woman. So anyway, um, Mad Men Minute. <laughs> Coming up next week. Um, so what do we got here? We got mention of Frontierland. Yeah, another Disney World reference. I don't know. They, that's, they don't go to Disneyland. We've already established that. We, yeah, we know that they did indeed go to Disneyland. And Disney Front- World. Excuse me. Disney World in Orlando. And uh, the, the uh, Magic Kingdom had uh, Frontierland in 1971. So okay. definitely passes. I went to Frontierland. I mean, but this does look like, this looks like a Frontierland set. You got the guy making horseshoes, a tanning supply, a boots and shoes store. What's that other one? That's a drugs and medicine. Yeah, they, nice hill in the background. background. That's, I'm sure it's in fifty I mean, westerns. It, yeah, like this is like the the fifties, the, the western set, right? The shot we're walking now is they walk into the saloon is a great shot. Overhead light pouring in, poker brothel with prostitutes around. It sets it sets the tone. So real quick, Frontierland in. Uh, the big attractions, Thunder Road, Mountain Railroad, that roller coaster. I remember that specifically from my trip to Disneyland World. Big, big Thunder Mountain. It's a railroad roller coaster. Splash Mountain is in Frontierland. Okay. okay. The Country Bear Jamboree, which has been mocked <laughs> and turned into a, a restaurant franchise known as um, Chick E. Cheese. It's pretty much the same technology, isn't it? Because Country Jer- Bear Jamboree is pretty old. It's from the 70s. I don't even know. I, I was recently in, I don't remember Frontierland or any of those attractions when I, I think was at Disney. Tom Sawyer uh, Island used to be there, but it, well, I think it went away. That's not really the frontier, though. Like He's he's east of the Mississippi, man. He's on the Mississippi. All right. Well, so east slash, but he barely lands on the west side. Maybe what? Uh, Maybe. I, 
I don't but remember. Tom Sawyer never really. Tom Sawyer never leaves. He's he's always on the east side. I guess Finn may have got to the. Huck Finn may have got to the other side. <laughs> he got around. Uh, so they grab. A, what else is going on this minute? They walk into the brothel. It's a brothel, brothel slash, slash bar. bar. Yeah. Was, was that every saloon of the old west? Here they order the bar. They order the beer first. They order the beer. They get good beer. I try to find out. The beer label, I looked for it. I couldn't come up with anything. I couldn't even read anything on it except, like, uh, yeah. gold, good, good beer or something. Like, I thought it would be bushes, maybe, or something, but uh, nothing. Big bottles of beer. I don't believe Anheuser-Busch was around at the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure distribution would have been very difficult. Uh, or Coors, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you know what was great about Coors? Coors was not around at the time. That's, a, like, a 20th century beer. Are you sure? Well, yeah, absolutely. Only because what's great about Smokey and the Bandit, you know, they had to go get the course because he liked it because they could yeah. never get it. They you weren't allowed legally to take it past, past ex- Texarkana. Texarkana, Mississippi or whatever yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was over the Mississippi. Might be, yeah. That's why I believe it's a 20th century beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, Paul, they're not on the list of beers that existed in 1879. What is? George, the biggest brewer in the, in the country, 180,000 barrels, doesn't exist anymore. Yangling better be on that list. They're not on the list of the top 20 beers at the time. They were around, but they weren't. I mean, they're beer companies now that aren't big. Pabst is number two. Really? Philip Best, which became Pabst. Schmitz. The only other name, Schlitz is the other name I recognize on this list. And is that Schmitz gay? No, Schlitz. Schlitz. Oh, I like that. I thought you said Schlitz. Schmitz is a beer, too. Have yeah. you seen the Schmitz gay? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a great skit. <laughs> Gretz, that's Gretz great on that list? Gretz. Here he I don't here see comes them. the beer guy. Oh, Anheuser-Busch Anheuser, Anheuser Anheuser is on the list. <laughs> well, they had to be on the list. Well, the thing is, like, some of these companies, like, Miller? Like no, Conrad, but it, like Conrad Schleip could have become Miller at some point in time. I really had a hard time tracking what these are currently. But the George Arett, the biggest one, they went they went under. Like they split up and sold their stuff in New York. These had to be expensive as shit to brew but beer in Brooklyn. First off, this had to be a local. You, they're brewing this beer somewhere out towards New Mexico. They're not shipping this beer into New Mexico in 1879. Yeah. Well, there are no big. Oh, the, none of the the biggest, the furthest west one is St. Louis on this list of top 20. There's That's a couple in St. Louis. Anheuser Bush and somebody, a couple other people, yeah. But like Anheuser Bush bought everybody in St. Louis, I bet. They own like 40% of the world beer market or something crazy like that. Then or today? Then. Or no, today. I mean, today. Yeah, because they own all these other brands. I mean, they own like half the beers that off the tap. Um, yeah, like I was reading about, I was, the, the, this bottles have the, um, yeah, this, man, there's a specific name to the caps. What are they called? Caps to bottles? Like Grolsch? You ever see, well, drink yeah, Grolsch has them? Be- unless you're Belgians, like you mean by them. You can buy Belgian beer at the supermarket here these days. The um, what's it called? There, they used to be the common thing because it was easier than owning a capping machine, and they were usable too. And they, uh, the only beer I've ever seen them on is Grolsch. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I thought I had a link to like, oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I was looking up Grolsch, and like that's where I got the Anheuser Busch number of forty percent. Like they were in a big price price scam in Europe, where all the big brewers there was a price fixing scheme in beer. All right, they order the beers. That's getting cut out. <laughs> they order the beers. How are they going to pay for these beers? <laughs> they slap something on the table. No, he slaps his hand. You give him a. If you you don't think he put dimes down or something? You gave him a 1987 U.S. dollar. The guy would look at you like you're crazy. I don't even think U.S. currency. What, what, what do you pay for the beer with? They want gold and silver out here, I'd imagine. So wait, it's a mining town. It has to be, right? Why else would you be there? Well, There's got to be gold nearby. Nobody's Not everybody's playing poker and buying beers with nuggets of gold. No, I mean, they were using coins, probably silver coins. So that's what he which he doesn't slap any. He never, you don't see him take any money. Well, here's the thing: he might be slapping dimes on the table, and the guy might be stupid enough to think that we still use silver in our dimes in the 20th well, century. Yeah. 
Which they stopped, they pulled out like the 50s or whatever because they wanted to start inflating currency. What's the knowing look? Here? I believe Lyndon Johnson made it illegal to own silver dimes. It's like, it's like 1966 or something. A dime pre 66 is silver in it. So if you work at Walmart, what they do is they, they look for them and they take them out and they take them to We Buy Gold. And that's how, yeah, so they make like an extra 30 bucks a week doing that. A couple of people, well, I was talking to the gold guy. I was trying to sell gold. He was telling me that. So. Don't you own silver too? There's silver in this apartment, yeah. There's also an AK-47. No, I sold the AK. <laughs> because I never, you can't shoot it anywhere around here. I sold it for like $400. I paid about, $600 for it. What about when the apocalypse comes? And the, you're not worried about it? It would have rusted shut by then. Anyway. I got the shotgun and a pistol. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. Can't hit anybody with the AK anyway. But you could have become the warlord of the territory with an AK. I look across the river from Norristown. Unless that bridge blows up, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm definitely not the most well-armed person around. Uh, no, I'll get back. They order the beers. The bartender gives him a knowing look smirk. What is it? I th- I just think that he's just happy to see him, or, or maybe he overpaid them or something. Maybe two dimes is like built by the whole bar. Does he know they're not? Like, obviously, well, 21, 21. Uh, he right. doesn't have dimes in his hand. All right. <laughs> I think it's just like, yeah. He gives him beer and then looks at him. I think he thinks they're homosexual. Uh, yeah, like in Tombstone, they thought Billy Zane was gay. Yeah, he's like, that's the prettiest man I ever saw. Like, they're wearing purple and pink. They like they look, they look ridiculous by any standard. They look exceptionally ridiculous in this, in this set. Well, I was gonna say that guy maybe beats him to the bar and be like, yo, this two weirdos just flew out of the sky. But he doesn't. He runs the other way. Yeah, without wiping his ass. Well, he's gonna so. go finish his shit in the brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the curious thing is, he seems to be the only person in town alarmed by this. Yeah, they just dropped <laughs> yeah. ten feet, ten feet away. They dropped the telephone. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's just branding. Nobody else looks at him. Like <laughs> looks at it or them. Well, they have uh, like Morty powers, where like you're invisible or whatever. Your brain went invisible. When nobody looks at him, you would think the whole place would come to a screech. Like if you can walk it in like that. Yeah, well, the whole place comes into a screech later when someone walks in the bar, too. So. Who walks in? Why did they go to New Mexico in 1879? I don't know, man. I don't know. So, drinking ages. Yeah, pretty crazy. Well, th- at this time, no, there is not. Um, they didn't even put a national one on until 1984. It was state by state until then. Um, all, all of your freedoms being taken away slowly and slowly and slowly. Yo, speaking of, it's pretty crazy. Around the world, it's mostly 18. We're 21. But yeah, around the world, it's mostly 18. Or it's like Muslim country and like 100% illegal right. unless you're, you know, a cop or something. But yeah, state by state's crazy, man. Um, Pete, yeah, I was here. Jersey was 18. So we used to run over to Jersey to buy beer and shit. The numbers are kind of like before Prohibition, the numbers are like all over the place. And, and then after Prohibition, there's a lot of like 1934, New Mexico, 21. Pennsylvania, 1935, post-Prohibition, they all started making laws about it. Before that, they wouldn't even dream of it. Like, yeah, there's no, no drinking age at all in this time. I'm pretty sure in New Mexico at this point, there are eight-year-olds getting drunk. Like, I mean, yeah. Oh, there's also no cars and yeah. DUIs and those kind of dangers. Right. Even more going to live past 30 anyway, so live or die, much who cared about that? Start yeah. young. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, horses, it's more probably more dangerous for you on a horse drunk, but you can't kill other people. Right. Yeah. But I'm you, like, well, I believe uh, walking while drunk is more deadly than driving drunk for the person walking, not for the other people, obviously. So that's the thing. Like, you're, 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 uh, you're a victim. What should be? You sh- yeah, you it's justice if you die walking drunk. What should be the legal drunk. drinking age? 18. I would say there shouldn't be any government official age, but uh, like 18 is a pretty good time. But it's, it's, the thing is, it's different for everybody. So it's kind of like parents' discretion, I believe. Like if they don't want you, to, if, they, if you're gonna live under their house, their rules, kind of thing. I you know I like 21. You know, you know why? Why? 
Because like, it was funner to get drunk when you were under 21 than it was when you became 21. I hear you, but... After the battle, finding the pizza guy is going to go buy you a 12-pack of beer in a case and a bottle of liquor was a, was, a, was a great challenge and not getting caught. Especially if you got caught outside the Lansdale Beer Distributor. That's, those, are hard, those are a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It leads to, it's not like there's an epidemic in England like whether it's 18 or whatever or Canada where it's 18. It's not like the kids are drinking anymore there. Is Canada 19? I think it's province by province, but there's a lot of 18s. And a lot I just remember going to Montreal when we were 19. Yeah, I went to Niagara <laughs> Falls when I was 19, yeah, a couple times. Um, yeah, but there's a bunch of states where it's 100% completely legal, like Maryland. Anyone who's with a parent, spouse, or teacher present can drink. You can drink with your teacher? Yeah. <laughs> sure, that never leads to any problems. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Billy, yeah, there's a Wisconsin. It was like if your parents are there, you're allowed to drink. Spouse or teacher. It's okay. This is my student. Get <laughs> <Yeah>. another <laughs> double jacket coke, right? Yeah. Here. Well, my parents live in Maryland. Like she could, she could get her, my, my, her grandchildren drunk, and it wouldn't be against the law. I might be like child abuse. Now, different. Come on, now that does not that does not sound any way feasible. So if, I mean, it's Wisconsin's like a, that too. Yeah, there's a couple states. A, a Maryland teenager, eighteen year old, throws a graduation party. You can just have kegs out, and your parents. Your parents have to be there. So what? what so invite like, the parents. parents. We're there. You can just have a kegger with your parents. Yes. What if you just pay the teacher to host the party? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even need the parent. You just have to have the teacher there. Yeah. You can have the whole class. Yeah, teacher. The teacher, the teacher's umbrella is much larger, larger than, than the, the parents. parents. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, and that law ho- seems ridiculous. Well, they also have a spouse on there. So if you're 18 and you marry someone 21, you can get drunk. Yeah. No, no, no. What if you're what if you're both 18 and that's your spouse? No, you have to be. Your spouse has to be 21. I'm pretty sure. Because it, uh, I'm not reading the law. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I've never heard such a preposterous thing. It is preposterous for sure. Preposterous. Oh, so yeah, by the way, back on the, we, we got sidetracked on the Crescent Door. So like, it, they a lot of these people believe it wasn't a thing at all. Uh, until like Bugs Bunny cartoons showed it, and then everybody just adopted it as something that everyone used to do. So there was that. That was one point I wanted to add. There's no like nobody has an existing ho- house in a museum or in like a Wild West place from like the 18th. Well, they're made of wood. No, I mean seriously. Well, there's no photographs, but the, the photographs are from late. There has to be photographs. Late 19th century, though. Yeah, but I'm talking about before that. Outhouses obviously existed from the beginning of this time. This is 1879. There's got to be a picture of an outhouse from 1879. Yes, but yeah, but they're talking like. Early Old West, why did this start happening, and did it happen? Like in 1879, the pictures of the outhouses, do they have crescents on them? Yep, yeah, yeah, some of them do, but that's what I was saying. But they're not sure the origin of it means woman or not. Like, that was in, okay, up I in the air. Because they've existed. In Egypt, they had outhouses, too. Did they have crescents? Oh, well, that's... that's nobody good. knows, for sure. It's made of wood and all that. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Ralph, did they have the sun god on theirs? Uh, yeah, but uh, pr- probably. Well, at some point they did have the sun and the moon. So uh, anyway, um, yeah. So how they paying? We don't know. Not paying. Guy scoffs at them. They're, but it's obviously not their first beers. They didn't even card us there. They've obviously had some beers before. Yeah, they lean back against the bar like they've been there before. Yeah. Do they have fakes? They don't have fakes because they couldn't get served at the uh, liquor, at the Circle K, right? Correct. Or they could have, like, found out fakes, because that could be their local circle, okay? Because they are like, yo, let's go try the Quickie Mart after that, right? Remember that? Yeah. They're like, let's go try this Shop and Save or something like that? I don't remember. Um, I don't have much else for this minute, guys. No, it's a, it's just setting us up, you know, right? We're, we're there for a reason. We don't quite know the reason yet, but you, I think you get a guess. There's only about, I mean, famous, famous enough cowboys. There's like two, right? What? Uh, I don't know, Wyatt Earp. 
Uh, Doc yeah. Holliday, those guys. Wyatt Earp's not a cow. Like, Jesse James. Jesse James and our cowboy, I think, are the only Yeah. BTK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're the two big ones. Um, yeah, John Wayne. <laughs> John Wayne, he, he might be the biggest cowboy of them all time, but he was never actually a cowboy. There's got to be some Texas guys. I don't know, like Sam Austin or something. I don't know what Sam Houston did. I don't remember. They, they're not really cowboy stories, are they, though? No. They're, they're not gun-shooting Wild West people. people yeah. like, uh, there was only one name on the blackboard at the beginning of the movie. Right, yeah. Wyatt Earp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get Doc Holly, but I think that's, a, that's an interesting story. But I think, yeah, I think when you're gonna, if you were to talk to, whatever, a 10 or 11-year-old, you're going to know one, maybe two names of cowboys. I don't think my nieces and nephews would know any cowboys. Well, it's a different time now. We grew up kind of more on a cowboy like time frame. Yeah, well, we also grew up with two movies about BTK as well. Yes. Three, if you count Young Guns 2. I'll, I'll save it. So we'll get to Billy the Kid next episode. Uh, and with that, guys, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Virginia Rode a boy with a six gun in his hand And his daring life of crime Made him a legend in his time East and west of the Rio Grande Well he started Billy the Kid